Welcome to season three of the Inspiring UA Woman podcast. I'm Amira Khalid, and I'm the creator and host of the one and only chart-topping podcast in the United Arab Emirates focused on female leaders in the UAE. In my show, I will be interviewing and shining the spotlight on a diverse group of female leaders and hopefully inspire women with their success stories. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. I hope you enjoy listening to my podcast. And if you do, please subscribe and leave your comments and ratings on iTunes. You can follow the show on social media and also get in touch with me on LinkedIn at Amira Khalid or by email. Details will be in the episode description. My guest today is Noura Lashmawi. Noura is the ultimate girl boss and founder of SheEO Consulting, a consulting company dedicated to helping women become their own boss babes. Noura is an entrepreneur at heart and a content creator extraordinaire with a passion for empowering women to take charge of their own lives and businesses. Thank you so much for being on my show, Noura. It is an absolute pleasure to have you. From Germany to Dubai, Nora, tell us about your backstory and what inspired your interest in entrepreneurship. So first of all, thank you so much for having me. It's really a pleasure. So actually, I'm born and raised in Germany. So my roots are in Germany, but both of my parents are Moroccan. Just to tell you a little bit about my backstory, I studied dual studies in Germany, which means you're working and you're studying in the same time with having a bachelor, like a double bachelor, basically. So when I did that, it was all about marketing, to be honest. I don't know why, but I think because I was this little curly hair Moroccan girl in the company, and it was a very, very German company, everyone was telling me you need to go to Dubai. They had a branch in Dubai. It's Bosch. I don't know if you know Bosch. The German engineering and tech company. Yeah, it's a very German company. So they were telling me, okay, so if you do this or if you're succeeding in that, then might as well go to Dubai and have a year and just test out how um, the team is over there and if you like it. Um, so this is what I did. I went to Dubai for half a year and I fell in love with life here. It was so magical. I, I was the best version of myself, if that makes any sense. I used to pray. I was happy all the time. I ate well. I was working out and I hate working out, actually. <laughs> Everything just seems to be so good. So um, when I went back to Germany and I started working there and started my career path uh, very quickly, there was a time after I think almost five years of working and I, I was working in a small company with a lot of startup feeling as well as a big corporate company. I just had a burnout. So I was a, at a very, very low stage in my mental health and also like physically. And this is where I decided I need a change and I need to leave somewhere. So why don't I go back to that place where I was the healthiest and the best version of myself? And that's Dubai. This is how I came. And um, I remember when I had my burnout in Germany, uh, this is where I went from one doctor to another. And in Germany, it's quite a new topic, let's say that back then, um, because everybody's just telling you, just do what makes you happy. But what if working is what makes you happy? If following your passion is what makes you happy, what do you do then? I had to leave my job back then as a marketing executive at Sephora which was one of my 
most favorite jobs just because I wasn't able to continue. And after like visiting one doctor another, I was just sitting down by myself after weeks of complete frustration and depression also. And I just decided, hey, I think I need to make a startup on my own because this is what will make me healthy. And it did. My very first startup was um, a print on demand company. So I was designing my own posters and I, and I never did anything with InDesign or Illustrator. And I just learned it by myself through YouTube videos. And this is how I started my very first company in, in Germany. And it was a super success because I did some things that nobody expected. You know, all these Islamic old pictures that our parents have in their rooms. I modernized them. I made them super modern and they looked so nice. And yeah, it's, it sold quite well in Germany. Nora, from your first very successful startup to CEO Consulting, what inspired you to start CEO and why did you choose to focus on coaching for aspiring female entrepreneurs specifically? So now that you know, my very first startup was a completely different thing than CEO Consulting. Right after that, because it was the first success and you know, when you have this passion and I, my head is full of ideas, I was just thinking, okay, I have other ideas. Why not start other companies? And this is how I founded two more companies that also were super successful. And always when I used to talk with other girlfriends of mine or, or family members, they used to say, oh, you're such a tough woman. You're so inspiring. I could never do that. And I said to myself, why? Why? Why would all these talented women that could do so much more of their lives, but maybe culture hold them back or maybe somebody else or maybe just their own self-doubt hold them back? And this is how I founded CEO Consulting and focused only on women because first of all, I think we need help. Yeah, I, I wish there would have been somebody like me now telling me what not to do because on my entrepreneurial journey, there were so many mistakes that I did. And right now with CEO Consulting, I'm able to tell all these women, don't do this. Don't do this. It's wrong. Like I experienced it myself, but better do that. And I can help them and encourage them to be financially independent and not depend on anyone. And this is how the confidence level raises, you know, by itself. So Nora, how does CEO consulting and how do you differentiate yourself from other business coaches in the region? I think it's passion. Let's be completely honest and transparent at this point. There are so many different coaches. Yeah. And everybody is preaching to be perfect in their field. I think like personally, what my feedback of my coaches is that I'm very passionate and I never let go. Like it's like my sisters, uh, all of them. I am so passionate in bringing them to their goal as if it's my own. I teach them 24 seven, like with my coaching, I, I only do one-to-one -one coachings until today because I believe in personal transformation like I need to be personal with them and it's it's a mix between mindset coaching and also business coaching because even if you know all the skills or everything it takes to have a healthy business if your mindset is not working well you will never stay there or not might as well not even reach there so this is what is different from my approach to others because they have 24 7 whatsapp approach i know all their family history what is bothering them day in day out to really make sure these girls are stable for whatever comes all the coaches bring you to one point and then they leave you and you don't know how to continue or you don't know how to face real troubles or what if you know how to found a company but you don't know how to make it work so these are all these things that i'm preparing them to because all the women i mean this is why women are better than than men in in my approach for founding a company because they are more patient they know that it takes hard work they know that it takes creation and and passion and not only like numbers and black and white thinking nora being a serial entrepreneur yourself i'm sure you have faced your fair share of challenges 
From your experience, what are some common challenges that female entrepreneurs face and how do you help them overcome these challenges? So one of my biggest challenges was that I was thinking when I was younger and when I had my first company that I have to be a man in order to be a good entrepreneur. The male energy, like you think you have to be in control over the time. You think you have to have the upper hand and you think you have to have a poker face 24-7 and you're not allowed to have emotions. And this is the main thing that I teach my girls. I teach them us female energy lives from emotions. Our intuition is what is God-given in order to make us successful. And what we're trying in manager position is hiding that. We're pressing our nature. So handling your female energy is my very first tenant. And tenant because in my belief, as women, we create and we destroy, okay? So as an entrepreneur, you have to have every day something you create. And even if it's just you go down and you cook something. As a woman, you have to do this. If you don't create something on a daily basis, you will feel not fulfilled and the the emotions will overlap then with all your challenges and this will make it worse so i think this is one of the biggest challenges what i do to help them to overcome that is to help them channel that female energy and to listen more to the intuition and to trust yourself more because actually we are very good in deciding but what we do is we take too much care of outer opinions or people that are close to us you know and just try to hold us down simply because they doubt themselves of being capable of the same thing. So they rather want you to be on their same low level. Listen less to them and listen more to yourself. Nora, you have also built an incredible personal brand and have almost a quarter of a million engaged followers on Instagram and 1.2 million and counting followers on TikTok, not to mention the global community. How has social media played a role in growing your business and reaching potential clients? Do women message you or reach out to you on social media asking for your support with coaching? 100%. I'll be honest, this was also strategically my thought that I don't like until today, I have never made any advertisement. Every coachee that I have comes organically. And usually like what their journey is right now is they come from TikTok. Like literally they they look at my videos. Oh, she's so funny. Then they follow me on Instagram. And then they're like, oh, there's so much more to this personality. And then they like that and send in their application and might end up in my coaching. So um, for me personally, this is really a good strategy for people to just have more leads you know coming in for me also like why I'm doing it that way I mean because people would also like so many times people ask me why don't you just do business uh, videos on TikTok or something I want to be the living proof that you don't have to be a manager or business only in order to be a successful businesswoman I want to show you can be happy you can be the perfect wife and you can do everything you want to do and be serious when you have to be serious but there is not only this black and white you don't have to always have this poker face just for people to take it serious all my business partner like there are so many that i have funny stories with just because in the first place they were underestimating me just because they saw me dancing on tiktok you know so let them underestimate you but use that don't miss out on tiktok or instagram or anywhere because then you're losing potential and leads nora can you share a success story from one of your coaches that you're particularly proud of honestly i have so many because they're stories are so individual like one of my very first coaches for instance surprisingly most of my coaches are moms because 
they want to be a better role model for their own children. This is what like what dr drives them to the coaching most of the time. And uh, she started with um, a paper game for children and nobody believed in her. Everyone like in, in her environment. And I talked to her and I was like, this can be something big. And now she's listed of one of the biggest uh, games uh, pages and online sites in Germany and globally now as well. So this was one of the stories, but like a complete opposite to this one is a young girl. She told me she loves organic things her biggest issue is that she's losing a lot of hair so if we can do something about that so I was like hey why don't we just combine both of those passions and we do a hair growth oil so we've been doing a lot of researches and making a cosmetic product is so exhausting because you get so many no's until you get the yes and it's been a year now I mean she's one of my longest coaches I'll be completely honest and this is what I, what I mean when I say I don't let go even they only pay for it say two months I will never let you go until you get there so she She has um, uh, created an oil of, I think, almost 16 different oils from Morocco straight. A couple of days ago, she sent me a picture after using only two weeks this hair growth oil of baby hair. Like this is really one of the success stories that I, I love to share because I know how desperate she was because she just wanted to find a solution for her own problem. And this is how big products are coming into this market. Nora, you have followed a pretty non-traditional career path combining entrepreneurship and leveraging social media as a tool effectively. Can you talk about some pivotal decision points that you've had over the course of your career and how you ultimately made those decisions that help shape the trajectory of your career? I think one of the most powerful decisions that I made is move to Dubai because, um, I mean, let's say for every business owner, losing their central of their business is actually the most scary thing, right? Because you are deciding to like not entertain anymore the place where you actually source from the most. So that was the biggest one. But with that, alhamdulillah, came bigger opportunities. Like, um, I think it was the second or third week that I was in Dubai. I got suddenly coaches from New York, people from Norway, Italy, all UAE as well, Saudi. Uh, it was crazy because that was just because I decided I need to get out of my comfort zone because I'm feeling I'm stagnating and not growing anymore. And I think this was one of the ultimate decisions and also the decision that uh, me and my husband are going to be on social media together on TikTok, for instance. This was also a crucial thing. Um, just because I am usually a very private person, I, I think I would laugh because I think, oh my God, you're so like so open on social media. You're not private at all. But you can decide what you keep private and what not. With putting our relationship, let's sort of on social media, of course, you're getting vulnerable as well. But for us, it was completely strategic because we were thinking we love each other so much that we want to share a workspace as well and this is the only way on how to really have quality time whenever you want Nora speaking to all the aspiring female entrepreneurs in the region and globally what advice would you give to someone who is just starting out on their entrepreneurial journey I would say hang in there. Don't give up. Never give up. Your success is so close because when you make a decision, the success will come. And trust your gut. Trust your intuition. Nora, with so many business ventures to look after, how do you stay motivated and how are you continuing to grow CEO Consulting? So first, uh, for me personally, I mean, I think this counts for everyone that what would make us stay motivated is if you have 
a little success day by day, right? So this is this is my personal formula on how to keep myself motivated. I search for success points. And every day I try to put one in. It might as well be that, oh, I didn't create anything today. Let me clean or let me cook something or let me think of a new project that I could do. Or let me look at the numbers when we made like one new sale or something. So I focus on the growth and this keeps me motivated. My last question is, Nora, what are your future plans for SHEO Consulting and how do you see it evolving over time? Oh my God, I have big, big plans, of course. So as CEO Consulting until today is just digital, which is, of course, for me, nice. I mean, I love that. But I know that so many women out there just don't know. They are not aware that we are doing this. So as I fell in love with Dubai, and for me personally, Dubai deserves everything that I can give back because it gives me a, a very secure home and I'm so happy to live here. Um, I was thinking of building a CEO hub here, a building where you can educate yourself. You can get educated on how to build your own company. You have a content creation space. You have a place where... The products of the young entrepreneurs are being sold. A meeting room where we could have weekly meetings or events with different entrepreneurs that share their stories. Like this is something I want to create here in Dubai and inshallah as soon as I have the investors very soon. <laughs> Nora, thank you so much for being on the Inspiring UA Women podcast and for this wonderful interview. It was a pleasure having you on my show. Thank you for having me. Really, really appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to the Inspiring UA Women podcast. I hope you all enjoyed listening to Nora's interview and I'll see you in the next episode.